Welcome to Spirit School. My name is Danielle Serenk, also known as the Squamish Medium. I am the host of your Spirit School, where I will share all the lessons and learnings that I have uncovered through my intuitive development and mediumship development journey. I am a professional psychic and medium and intuitive teacher and mentor, and I look forward to walking alongside you on this journey. Hello everyone, thank you for joining me in Spirit School and thank you for your patience as um, this podcast is coming a little bit later than the rest of them have because I just came off a very exciting weekend in Portland, Oregon where I went down with uh, my business partner and my good friend Christy and we went to the Hay House Live show and we saw one of our favorite authors, Rebecca Campbell, who's the author of Light is the New Black and Rise Sister Rise. And those two books were absolutely pivotal moments in my spiritual development journey, um, tapping into my divine feminine energy. So she had a beautiful workshop. Um, I was actually expecting more to hear her speak, but we actually had to do a lot of work and it was a lot of fun. So rejuvenating, so amazing for my soul. So um, I didn't get a podcast recorded last weekend. So here I am today. And it was funny because I was actually going to sit down and do one of my many courses I signed up for because I love signing up for courses. And I'm committing in 2019 to actually complete every single one I sign up with uh, because I think we all kind of get in the habit of getting a little bit too excited signing up for stuff and not actually doing them so here I am but I felt super inspired um, to do this podcast on spiritual service at burnout and this is something that um, you know it's it's hard for me to talk about because there isn't a whole lot of vulnerability in my space of like mediumship psychic soul um, type readings on this topic like I think through my six years of development I didn't hear anyone talk about it ever 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 and then I felt like I was going crazy because it happened to me about every 18 months Um, and I'll run through some of the um, signs that you're hitting uh, spiritual service burnout in a few minutes but what I found was that nobody was really talking about it um, of the teachers that I decided to study under so I actually had a seek out my peers and I finally found a few peers of mine that were willing to be very vulnerable and and talk about this but um, I know that there's actually a lot of people who listen to my podcast who are also professional readers and also in the same line of service work as me so I think it's very important um, to talk about this stuff so here we go today conversation with others my peers that this came up for them as well So I highly recommend first and foremost that if you are a soulpreneur or spiritualpreneur or however you want to call it, um, that you do try to seek out your peers and try to create bonds with them. Because if you can find somebody that you can be totally open with and they can be totally open with you and they're not trying to teach you, um, you know, they're just like total like sisters or brothers or you know, and you can have those like me too conversations, especially when you're developing or even if you're doing professional um, psychic and mediumship work, I promise you it will be such a big benefit and such a big comfort for you. So that's first and foremost. And then it got me thinking, like I wondered why in all my years of development and all the years I've been a professional medium, this topic hasn't come up before, or maybe I've just missed it all. See, it's so such a big reality for so many. And I, I thought about that a little bit today. And I wondered 
why that might be. Um, and I'll be honest with you, what came up with me, like why haven't I talked about this before now? Why did I have to seek out that that safe person to be able to open up about all these experiences that I was having? And it was really around fearing what other people thought about me. It was fearing um, that people may perceive me as less spiritually gifted or less connected, um, which I know is not true at all. Um, now that I know that um, all, if not many, professional healers experience um, spiritual service burnout in some point of their professional careers podcast and my promise to everybody who listens was to be vulnerable and very truthful and um, integral so here I am talking about this topic with you guys all today because I know that um, it doesn't really matter what other people think of me Um, it's a true thing that happens and I hope that this episode will help one person or many people in the future so here we go so one thing that also came to my mind when I was thinking of this topic is I've been studying under Kyle Gray. Um, if you don't know Kyle Gray, he's a Glaswegian from Scotland, Glasgow um, angel expert. And he wrote one of my favorite books called Angel Prayers. He just uh, released the newer updated version. And I'm also a certified angel card reader and certified angel guide under him. So that's all very exciting. But what he says, and he has some of the most grounded philosophies when it comes to spiritual service work. And one of his quotes is, spiritual service work is not for the faint of heart. And he is absolutely right because we see time and time again, I even have this too, where it's like, oh, I'm a reader. I'm a medium. I should be doing this full time. Um, I need to get this business off the ground. And to be honest with you, it's a lot of work to um, provide readings for the public. Anyone who does it full-time will tell you how hard it is, and even me doing it part-time. Um, it's it's hard, hard work, and so it's definitely not for the faint of heart. So providing mediumship and soul readings is such a joy for me, and it's so rewarding, and it's such, um, you know, I feel so blessed to be able to use my gifts and abilities in this way. And it does feel like touching heaven almost every time I make a connection with one of the loved ones. Um, you know, for a soul that's sitting here in front of me and grieving but there are some experiences that are a little less spiritual that I've had which have been sometimes a catalyst for my spiritual burnout you know I've had clients come in with an air of expectation um, sometimes I've been booking you know up to six months out and they come in with this expectation like this better be good I've waited five months and I just want you to tell me what I want to hear and sometimes when I get um, clients like this it makes me feel honestly like a trained circus monkey and like I'm a sideshow at some carnival I've even and I'm not even lying about this but I have pretty much been told shut up and tell me my future um from people which is why I've always been turned off of doing psychic readings and I don't um necessarily market myself as a psychic because I'm a medium and the readings that I really enjoy doing are more um deep soul type readings not so much like surface predictive stuff and I've had people sit in front of me who just want me to tell them if I see them being rich or if I see them finding another job without them actually looking for another job um thanks but no thanks (laughs) Those are not the type of readings that's going to bring me joy. And I realize as a reader, and it's taken me years to get here, that I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea. And I'm perfectly good with that. And I understand that. But as a recovering people pleaser, I will tell you, and I think anyone who 
um, that's a whole podcast episode in itself, but anyone who's in the spiritual service work um, will also have to kind of combat that um, people pleaser because sometimes we get these difficult people in front of us who, you know, on TV they see everybody can tell them their future. They had a psychic before um, tell them exactly what was coming up. And not all readers are like that, but as a people pleaser, you end up overextending yourself and going above and beyond um, despite your integrity, despite your limitations, despite your interest. Um, And sometimes that can really contribute to psychic um, and spiritual service burnout. So every time I have one of these sessions, that examples like I just gave you and they don't happen very often you know I do hundreds and hundreds of readings a year I maybe get like two a year like that so it might sound really dramatic right now but in my six years of doing readings I think I've only come across like five readings that have been like that but each time I do have one I honestly consider not private not providing readings as part of my spiritual offerings anymore and they take a long hiatus and I reevaluate if this is really the meaning behind being able to connect with the departed loved ones or tap into the knowing of people's souls i'm like is this really what this is for Um, but in truth these difficult clients can sometimes be our greatest teachers and awaken something within our shadow that just needs to be looked at Um, and really that's a pretty safe way to have that kind of stuff come up so once you kind of get over the shock (laughs) of sitting in that kind of situation um, you realize from a different perspective um, the real learning and lesson behind that such experience but I know that God, source, spirit, um, however you want to call it, the universe, they, they don't want us to suffer because of our abilities. I know that we are to be of service, but not at a sacrifice of our own joy and our own energetic well-being. So without further ado, here are some signs um, that you may be experiencing a spiritual service burnout. So one of them is you start to reschedule, cancel, or not make so many appointments available in your um, monthly or weekly or daily scheduling. You start to dread doing your sessions. You stopped enjoying the things that you used to, like connecting with nature or having a meal with friends or even your daily spiritual practice. You just consider doing the reading your daily spiritual practice. (laughs) You experience energy sickness, which I have a whole episode dedicated to energy sickness. And that's like the headache, the nausea, the sweat, the flu-like symptoms. You can't seem to stay healthy. You have a lingering cold or a cough or you just like one illness after another. And they're not like huge illnesses, I hope, out there. (laughs) But, you know, you just can't stay healthy. Also, despite your regular sleep schedule, you never feel fully rested. Now, I'm a mother of two young children, two and five, so I literally never feel rested and actually wear a watch now that tells me actually how disturbed my sleep was. Um, So this, you have to kind of assess yourself. Um, And I also suffer myself with adrenal fatigue because I've hit burnout um, a couple times and the last time most severely. And um, not just from my spiritual practice, though, I have a job and I'm a parent and, you know, a lot of responsibility. So the burnout could also be multifaceted in your life and coming from a whole bunch of different angles. Uh, But I actually have adrenal fatigue. So I experience this all the time. I could have three months off, which I just had, and still not feel rested. 
Um, you have trouble sleeping at night. Your monkey brain won't shut off. You you can't um, slow down enough to be able to fall asleep. It could take you hours to fall asleep. Um, I highly recommend if this is you, there's a Breathe app. Uh, it's called B-R-E-E-T-H-E. They have a hypnosis track on their, on their nighttime series. I tell you, I can't be hypnotized and I know that because um, I've gone to hypnotherapy like five, six times and I've never been able to get hypnotized, but this track puts me to sleep every time. And the last one that I have here is just like you stop connecting with your people and this is the people in your inner circle. These are the people who bring you joy. And if you have a spiritual service business, it's even in your social media, your um you know, your Instagram or your YouTube or even like your emails. So you'll start losing interest in that connection piece because you've just, you're maxed out. There's a lot more signs in that, but that's just what I came up with for this episode here. So here are some tips that I have for recovering from spiritual service burnout. And again, this is a little bit more geared towards the people who are listening who have a going practice, Um, but where you can, even if you don't, Um, You can take what you want and leave the rest behind. So you can automate where you can. So instant messages to people who, um, to direct them where to learn more about you or, you know, tons of messages I get are like, how do I book a reading? How much is a reading? (laughs) It's like, go to my website. (laughs) And um, they're even writing me through the website. So having like an automatic message go back to them on how they can learn more about you or where they can book and even point them to your social media channels. I know myself, I'm most active on my Instagram stories. So it's like rerouting people. Like if you want to know more about me, um, check out the podcast like check out the Instagram you'll get a real big sense on my authentic self so automate where you can take some time off okay don't be afraid to take some time off um, I listened to one of my favorite podcasts is Soul Wealth with Ryan Yukomi. he's a um, coach in Vancouver and I absolutely love his podcast and him and his wife have a schedule where it's three weeks on one week off and they're one week off they called integration week and that's how they avoid their burnout because they serve a lot of people um, with a lot of pressure. So <clears throat> that's something if it's in your availability, that would be kind of cool. Or even me with my readings when I when I do go to full time and I have been full time a couple times, um, I will actually only book two readings a day, three days a week. Or, you know, if that's too much, maybe I'll just do two the next week. Or maybe some weeks I'll have more energy. This is how come moon tracking is amazing. (laughs) If you're a regular listener, Um, some weeks I can do 10. Other weeks I can do 20. Some weeks I can only do six. So really listen and intuit what is going to preserve and serve, okay? Um, read or listen to a different book out of your wheelhouse. I can't express how important this is. So <clears throat> I'm just going to use myself as an example. I love self-help. <laughs> I love spiritual books. I'm constantly reading Gordon Smith or I'm listening to lectures from um, spiritualists like back in the 70s or 80s. Um, I'm constantly learning, 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 learning. And I love learning. But sometimes when I realize that I'm hitting spiritual burnout, um, I try to go to the totally different spectrum of interest for me which is history so I love history so I love Philippa Gregory novels 
<clears throat> I love autobiographies. So I'll actually start to enjoy a series or a book or a TV show that has nothing to do with mediumship and has nothing to do with spirituality. Also kind of twisted, I love murder mysteries. So Netflix, I love their crime docs. Um, which is totally the opposite of my spiritual practice. But sometimes that's a really good way to um, kind of like separate yourself from your spiritual practice and just kind of like tune out and relax the mind and just find a new interest. And what I learned about doing this as well, <clears throat> every time I read something that's out of my wheelhouse, um, I have a whole new world of references to work with. And anyone who's a spiritual service provider, you work with the world of symbology and references. So if you have a hard time like stepping away from your wheelhouse, think of it that way. You're really just expanding your reference library. Another thing you can do is pick a whole me time ritual, a whole new one. So if you typically go to nature and hike through the forest, Try swimming or biking or something completely different. Try volunteering, um, you know, for a totally different activity. Like maybe go volunteer at the SPCA and snuggle some animals for a little while. But try doing a whole new me time ritual. If even for a week you can challenge yourself. Try a new creative outlet for your practice. Create an oracle deck or a different online offering. Or start a podcast or a, a vlog. That's a hard one to say. Video log. Vlog. YouTube stuff. Find another way to channel all the spiritual energy to reignite your passion. Rest. Please do rest. And if you can if you can manage to take a week off, don't make any plans at all. None, not even a meal plan and just slow down. Sometimes we get a week off and I did this myself recently where I'm like, I'm going to do Reiki. I'm going to see that naturopath. I'm going to go to creating a sacral. I'm like, I've pretty much booked that week off. And that is not what we want to do. We want to go away from high function to no function. <laughs> so take some time off. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. So do you have those friends that are hoping for like constant psychic insight or have those clients that are desperate for a reading ASAP? Set your boundaries and keep them. Trust me, you're a better service in the end if you tend to your own soul's calling. So some energy management stuff that I like to do as well um, is I pray. I believe in the power of prayer. I'm not a religious person. I don't know why I always have to associate <laughs> those two sentences. That's something that's coming up for me. But I pray constantly. And like even something I said on my Instagram today is I, I thank the angels every single day. I'm like, angels, thank you for reminding me of your presence. Angels, thank you for allowing me to feel what I need to feel today. Um, and I, I pray and I use that and I call in the higher sources to help me with my energy management. I also love playing with my aura. So I love practicing expanding it and contracting it and trying new different colors and giving my colors like textures. Like, ooh, I wonder how green will feel today if I put the intention of putting green in my aura today. How does that feel? So, and yeah, so that those are kind of my tips. Um, one other thing I was going to say too that I found really helpful because... I, I discovered through doing readings that my nervous system is actually quite taxed. Um, and so I do a lot of things for my nervous system repair. So that is, of course, like meditating. But I also see this local medical intuitive um, who does acupuncture and Reiki. And for some reason, the... Um, the service that she offers compared to any of the others that I've seen has just really worked wonders on my nervous system. So whatever you can do, um, especially for those readers out there for nervous system repair, I highly recommend, highly recommend. 
So one thing I do know is that when I stop and listen to my inner guidance and just stop serving for a little while, and I honor that inner calling, even if it means providing refunds to clear my future schedule, to honor that inner voice, it really pays off tenfold in my spiritual joy. I yearn to go back to basics with my spiritual devotion when I hear the inner calling. And when I put my intention there, the love I feel around me from source, spirit, God, is like a love that cannot be contained in this body. It's literally like walking on air. It's almost like being rewarded for listening to that inner calling. So when I finally return to my spiritual practice after hiatus, it's like my psychic awareness and abilities is supercharged. And it's validating to me that these quiet times of inward focus, the connection only strengthens when the service is halted and the devotion is doubled. So my fear of people not wanting to work with me subsides if I take a break. I think, oh, people are going to forget about me. And I know that being authentic and honoring my cycles of devotion are needed and heeded. I trust that by honoring my soul, spirit will align me at the right time, at the right place with the right clients. So I let go of that fear and that FOMO, that fear of missing out. And in truth, where love is present, fear cannot exist. So do yourself a favor and love and take care of your spiritual self first. So that's my episode today on spiritual burnout and I hope um, it resonated with you and I hope that um, you know help somebody out there. So I thank you for listening. I know that there are a ton of podcast options out there and I'm very touched and honored that each episode more and more people are listening. So thank you for tuning into Spirit School and I'll see you next week where we talk about the new moon.